Welcome to ADHD SOS. We've heard your call, and don't worry, help is on the way. This is the only podcast that combines mindset skills, cognitive psychology, and the motivational pep talks you need to beat procrastination and achieve peak performance. Join me, your host and fellow ADHDer, Tina L., as we journey from SOS to smooth sailing. Welcome back, SOS squad. Today, today, I want to shine a light on some very sneaky, so sneaky, positive thoughts that get us into trouble. We ADHDers are known for having a relentless flow of negative thoughts. So why do I have a bone to pick with positive thoughts? Well, it's because some of our positive thoughts actually have a way of digging a hole for ourselves. Tell me if any of these thoughts sound familiar. This time, it'll be different. This job will be different. This semester will be different. This relationship will be different. Or I'll do better tomorrow. Uh, How about it'll be fine. Everything is fine. Or the ubiquitous, I deserve a break. I'll decide later. I have plenty of time. These are unrealistic, positive thoughts. If I think about all the times that I've said these things, I can remember that in the moment they bolstered my hope and sometimes my bravery. They gave me relief in that moment. But if I follow the chain of events that occurred after that thought, it did not lead me to the result I wanted. The thought, I deserve a break, led me to not finishing on time. The thought, I'll decide later, led me to spinning out in ongoing decision paralysis. And the thought, I have plenty of time, well, (laughs) that led me to not having enough time. (laughs) So why are us ADHDers so prone to having unrealistic positive thoughts? Well, it turns out that they serve a protective purpose for us. They protect us from the pain of doing what's challenging for our brains, like the pain of having to do something hard, cognitively challenging or boring, the pain of making a decision, the pain of having to sit with emotions, the pain of having to make a change to our circumstances. This has actually been the subject of scientific study. In a 2015 scientific journal, researchers described the paradox that ADHD adults have both higher rates of negative automatic thoughts and also higher rates of overly optimistic thoughts. Yikes. It turns out that both negative thoughts and overly optimistic thoughts impair our function and increase our risk of depression. They go on to say that the reason why these overly optimistic thoughts are problematic is that, well, in the short term, they reduce negative emotion, which is nice. In the long run, they increase our avoidant behavior and decrease our use of healthy coping skills. Not so nice. Thus, even though they seem positive, they increase procrastination and overall avoidance just like negative thoughts do. Oh my 
goodness. <sighs> well, that's like a double bind. So as a result, those overly positive thoughts also contribute to the risk of depression. If indeed everything is fine, but you're about to be taken to collections for not paying your bills, then you're likely to continue avoiding your bills and unlikely to seek out a solution to get them paid. And herein lies the crux of the problem, the heart of the issue, which is that when we deny that there's a problem, we're unlikely to go looking for a solution. Ugh. So how can we know the difference between unrealistic positive thoughts and regular positive thoughts? Well, we can recognize that regular realistic positive thoughts they usually produce positive results. The thought kicks off a chain of actions that actually leads us to the place that we want to end up at. We can know they're unrealistic and not actually positive because they produce a negative result. When we have unrealistic positive thoughts that cause us to take actions like avoidance, procrastination, decision paralysis, or time misjudgment that don't actually lead us to the results that we're hoping for. For example, this is a regular realistic thought. This job will be different because I have an accountability buddy and I have the support of a therapist. In this instance, you have a reason to believe that your positive thoughts will produce positive results because now you have more support. Now let's look at the thought, this job will be different. Full stop, nothing, nothing changed, just this job will be different because that's how I want it to be. I want it to be different. This is likely an unrealistic positive thought. The truth is that conditions don't change if you don't change. If you're not supported differently, it's likely to be exactly the same. You know the phrase, wherever you go, there you are. You know that phrase? Well, when I'm tempted to have this unrealistic positive thought that things will just be different, I try to remember this phrase because like all humans, I bring my same brain around with me wherever I go. That means I'm likely to act the same wherever I go and things are likely to be the same. Unless, unless I actually do something different. I have to take a different action. Otherwise, it's really just wishful thinking. Want to know an awesome ADHD hack? Become a follower of the show and new episodes will be served to you automatically when they become available. No need to remember to have to go looking for new episodes. Fresh survival strategies will be delivered straight to the homepage of your favorite player. On Spotify, click on the name of the show and click follow under the picture of me. And on Apple Podcasts, click on the name of the show, click on the three dots on the right-hand side and select follow. I can't wait for you to join the SOS squad. Let me share with you a personal example of one of my own recurring unrealistic positive thoughts. This is one of my favorite thoughts in the whole world, and it has been so hard to let go of. This thought is, this won't take long. Let me see a raise of hands. How many of you have had the thought, this won't take long? 
There is just something about this thought that has always felt like, like a challenge. Like, I know I don't have a lot of time and I'm, I'm secretly racing against the clock. It feels so hopeful. Like, if this side excursion won't take long, that means there's time for more stuff and I don't have to choose between things. I can really have it all. It's fun. I like it. <laughs> I mean, kind of. <laughs> Not, not really though. My neurotypical husband Axel hates this thought. He is forever breaking down and measuring how long things actually take and revising our schedule accordingly. For the longest time, I resisted this. Somehow it felt like he was killing my joy. Like, where's the hope and challenge in a reasonable schedule with only a few things in it? It just lacked spice. It lacked Mm. Ugh, I just, I didn't like it. But here's the thing. Even though I liked the feeling of hope and challenge, I had to admit that I was not crazy about the results. When I look honestly at the results that I get from the thought, this won't take long, here are some of them. One, I am always late or behind schedule. I mean, this is kind of obvious, but that meant that sometimes the ball was dropped, opportunities were missed, and frankly, bad impressions were made. Number two, I was anxious often. I mean, also predictable, but this depleted my energy and made me a less effective person overall. And the third, and this is kind of insidious, is that I was often disappointed in myself. I forgot that the thought this won't take long was based in hope and not reality. And at the end of the day, when I didn't do all the things that I said I would do, I was mad at myself for not meeting my own unrealistic schedule. Let's take a look at the negative consequences of some of these very common positive thoughts. How about I'll do it better tomorrow? The negative Result is that without strategies and support, tomorrow is going to be exactly the same. Remember, wherever you go, there you are. Or how about, it'll be fine. Everything is fine. <laughs> like, I'm behind on my work, but it's fine. The negative result is that if you're avoiding something that needs attention, it's probably not going to be fine. Or, I deserve a break. Sometimes we do need and deserve a break, but the negative result is that sometimes we use this thought as a way to avoid and procrastinate, which predictably results in the thing not getting done. So why do we have these unrealistic positive thoughts? Well, the short answer is that we are trying to avoid negative emotion in the short term. It's a way to protect ourselves and to avoid pain. When we say, I deserve a break, we are avoiding the pain of taking action in the moment, of doing the hard thing. It's a way to justify avoidance, which is another way of protecting ourselves and avoiding pain, like it'll be fine, is a justification for avoiding pain in the moment. And it's a way to give ourselves hope or courage, like this time will be different, gives us the courage to try again. So how do we avoid this way of thinking? 
The 2015 researchers I spoke of earlier came up with a clever mnemonic to help us notice when we're falling for the trap of unrealistic positive thoughts. And the mnemonic is spelled trap. So T stands for trigger. So they give the example that at the library, a classmate reminds me of a big paper due in two weeks. That is the trigger that is setting off the trap. The R stands for immediate emotional response. The, the response is overwhelm. AP stands for avoidance pattern. So the avoidance pattern is to have the thought, well, I'm a hard worker when it comes down to the wire, so I'll do it later. And then the avoidance pattern that follows the thought is to distract yourself online and then to go out and party. The solution they propose is to notice the red flag thought. That is a thought that is too good to be true. When you notice the red flag thought, that's a cue. That is your cue to rethink and choose a different thought that's likely to get you a better response. So just to review, we know that a thought is a trap. When there is a trigger, something that sets off an emotional response. So in this case, it's the classmate reminding us of the big paper due. That emotional response is overwhelm, like, oh my God, uh, too much. It's too much. And then the avoidance pattern is to have the thought, well, I can just get it done at the last minute. And the action that follows that thought, which is part of the avoidance pattern, is to do something to not engage with the paper. So In this case, it's to distract yourself and then go out and party. And then the solution is to recognize the red flag. It's a thought that is too good to be true. And that is your cue to rethink and choose a different thought. But here's the thing. In my experience, these thoughts are so sneaky. Oh my God, they're so sneaky. And it can be challenging to do this very thing, to notice the red flag. So I came up with a thought experiment to test whether a thought is a red flag thought, and I call it the thought flip. Here's how it works. If you flip the thought so that the opposite is true, will the action that you're likely to take move you closer to your goal? So the thought in question is, this won't take long. The thought flip is, this will take twice as long as I expect. And then the new action is that I schedule more time. Does this get me closer to my goal of finishing? Yes, it does. Definitely does. This makes it way more likely for me to finish and at the end of the day, do what I set out to do. Let's look at the thought, this time it'll be different. So we're questioning the thought, will this time be different? The thought flip is that this time will be the same if my actions are the same. So then the new action that we're likely to take based on the thought flip is that I get support or figure out a strategy so that my actions can be different. Does this get me closer to my goal? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. When I have the new thought, this time will be the same. I'm going to do something about it. I am going to take some action to make it different. How about the thought? It'll be fine. Let's flip it. The thought flip of it'll be fine is it won't be fine if I ignore it or avoid it. If I think this thought, it won't be fine. 
then I am much more likely to accept the discomfort of engaging with the problem because I really know it won't be fine. And so I'm going to take a different action. Will this bring me closer to my goal of having important things in my life not fall apart? Yes. (laughs) Yes, it will. When I flip the thought, it'll be fine to it won't be fine. I'm much more likely to take the action I need to engage with the problem and fix it. Let's look at the thought, I deserve a break. Let's flip that thought to, I deserve a finished product. When I think that thought, I deserve a finished product, the action I'm likely to take is engage with the work now instead of putting it off. Is this likely to get me closer to my goal? You betcha. (laughs) You betcha. Yes. Yes. When I flip the thought, I deserve a break to, I deserve a finished product, I am much more likely to take the action that I need to get the thing done. So here's the lowdown. When I notice myself having the thought, this won't take long, that's a cue for me to flip the thought and recognize that it will probably take me at least twice as long as I expect. Or when I notice the thought, I'll just do it later, I will instead work on the task for 10 minutes. The point of flipping the thought is to encourage yourself to take the necessary action. Now we're going to do a quick round of troubleshooting because as I mentioned before, these thoughts are sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. The thing is, you usually won't notice the problematic positive thought until it has happened and the consequences have played out. You'll notice you did something you didn't want to do and you'll need to backtrack and ask yourself, well, what was I thinking at the time? And that's when you're going to actually notice that problematic positive thought. So here's how it might go. I realize that I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off. I'm not getting done everything I want to get done. And at the end of the day, I'm disappointed in myself. And now I have to backtrack to what was I thinking originally? And for me, at least, I was probably thinking this won't take long for everything. And then it did take longer, much longer, and I felt like a crazy person trying to get it all done, and I did not live up to my unrealistic expectations or my unrealistic positive thoughts. The thing to do next is to notice this without judgment. Become an expert at asking what went wrong. Like, why did I feel like a crazy person today? Why did things not work out the way I hoped? Why were things not different when I thought they could be? As you become more expert, you'll begin to notice the problematic positive thought in the moment and then become familiar. You notice the same old thought hanging around. And when you notice a familiar positive thought arising, you can ask yourself, is it true based on my experience, on my past experience? For example, is it true based on my past experience that this won't take long? Is it true based on my past experience that it'll be different tomorrow, even if I don't do anything to make it different? Is it true that a break is what I really need, or is this something that I'm avoiding? And then number two, what is likely to be the result of this thought? What is likely to happen When I think this thought, what actions am I likely to take or not take when I believe this thought? 
And the third, and I think such a powerful question to ask is, if I flipped the thought, what would I do differently? If I believed that this won't be different tomorrow, what action am I likely to take? And now it's time for the rescue recap. When it's sink or swim, remember these key takeaways. All right, SOS squad, let's put these unrealistic positive thoughts in their place so that they don't keep mucking up our efforts. Unrealistic positive thoughts are these optimistic, hopeful, happy little thoughts that create short-term emotional relief but produce long-term negative results. The biggest problem with them is that when we deny that there's a problem, we're unlikely to go looking for a solution or take the action that we need to take in order to actually achieve our goals. The biggest problem with these pesky, unrealistic, positive thoughts is that when we believe them, we also deny that there's a problem. And when we deny that there's a problem, we're unlikely to go looking for a solution or take the action that we need to take to actually achieve our goals. Here's how it plays out. When we say this won't take long, we always end up late. When we say this time will be different, this time is exactly the same. When we don't change our conditions, things end up the same. When we say I'll decide later, We spend our energy spinning out in decision paralysis and get no closer to making a decision. Researchers have cleverly named this mnemonic trap. So we know there's a trap when there is a trigger. So for example, the realization of a deadline, the emotional response, which in this example is overwhelm, and then most importantly, the avoidance pattern, which is that we end up putting it off until the last minute. What I propose is that when we notice ourselves having a thought that seems like it's too good to be true or familiar in a way that's not great, we try out the thought flip. If you flip the thought so that the opposite is true, will the action you're likely to take move you closer to your goal? When you say this will take two times longer than I expect instead of this won't take long, does the action you're likely to take move you closer to your goals? In my experience, this has definitely been true. I love the hope and optimism in the thought this won't take long, but I decidedly don't like being the person whose hair is on fire all the time (laughs) and who isn't actually able to get the things done that she wants to get done. So now the thought, this won't take long, becomes my cue for the new thought, this is going to take at least twice as long as I expect. And now for the troubleshooting round. When you notice a familiar positive thought arising, you can ask yourself these three questions. Is it true based on my past experience? Like, is it true that it's going to be different tomorrow? Is it true that this won't take long? Is it true that I'll decide later? Is it true that I really need a break right now? Second, what is likely to be the result of this thought? Is it going to get me to my goal? Is it going to produce an outcome that I want? 
And lastly, what would I do differently if I flipped the thought? If I thought the opposite, like this will take me twice as long, I deserve a finished product, it won't be different tomorrow. How will my actions change? Let's notice the trap of our unrealistic positive thoughts and pivot to real, realistic, positive thoughts that are actually going to create the outcomes that we want to see in our lives. I am rooting for you guys. I am rooting for us. I love you so much. SOS Squad, over and out. Do you have a question about ADHD or an issue with productivity that you'd like to hear discussed on the show? I would love to throw you a lifeline. Send your SOS message to ADHDSOSpodcast at gmail.com. That's ADHDSOSpodcast at gmail.com. I can't wait to hear from you.